Residents at an apartment complex are facing blistering cold with no heat. Northern Kentucky police searching for suspects after a carjacking. Cincinnatians remember the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Five on five in five. It is Monday, January 15th. Kelly, Stephen Fletcher here on the podcast with you as we all attempt and borderline fail to stay warm right now. Even inside. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a combined 25 layers right now mm. in our little podcast room. Yeah, so and for, it's not still not enough. For those of you at home, we have a little booth here at the station. We're in a glass enclosure where our emotions stay as well. And we're all layered up inside the building because it is that cold. And there's a breeze for some reason indoors. That we cannot find we where cannot some breeze find. is coming from. It's an old building, so you know, things are drafty. But let's talk about this cold, why don't we? <laughs> From meteorologist Randy Rico, I want her. I want it to be clear. She is the she is the deliverer of this bad news. I am simply the voice. It's staying in the single digits nearly all morning, with wind chills staying below zero until nearly noon, and then it'll feel as warm as ten this afternoon. Heat wave zero to ten. Let's go. I have so much to say, but we're on a time constraint, so I'm really reining it in right now. So we could see some passing flurries, another cold start tomorrow, a little bit more of a breeze to deal with. <laughs> okay, so Tuesday at the bus stop, it looks like temperatures around nine, with feels like of negative five. So. I am not speaking for the school districts. I have no idea. I have not talked with the school districts. There are dozens of them in our viewing area. I do not know what threshold they make the call on delays or cancellations. I'm going to guess no cancellations, but there are sometimes delays when it comes to the temperature. Be watching. We will we will update you, of course, on WLWT. Just be watching. So, Here's the other thing to pay attention to. I'm not going to get into much of it now because we've got plenty of time, but watch for some accumulating snow from Thursday night into Friday. That could be a very interesting day. Uh, we will keep you updated. The high today, a balmy 18 degrees, folks. Yeah, that's Fahrenheit, not Celsius. 18. I am unhappy. Um, Makes you yeah. question living in the Midwest. This Every is, day for two and a half months. And we live in the best part of the Midwest for temp like for temperatures. Yeah. Like Kansas City looked miserable. It was bad. During North, the football game. North parts of the Midwest look awful. We're kind of in a nice area for that. So I guess we'll be grateful for that. Do I sound like I'm convinced? I bl- I believed most of it. Okay. There was a point where I was just like, nah. It's, it's, yeah, I had uh, a weird waiver in my voice. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> All right. Let's I'll get, work on it. Let's get to the headlines. Fletcher, headline number one for us. Yes. Headline number one. Residents at a Coleraine Township apartment complex are waking up this morning in those frigid, frigid temperatures, but inside their own home. Yes. If you are blessed to have electricity and heat in your home, uh, these are the moments where you really do cherish it because these people have been living in the Royal Glen apartment complex with no heat since Friday, and I'm sure they were concerned all on that Friday, but at this point here on a Monday at 8.15 almost and have no heat going on day what, four or three, three or four, it's just kind of concerning. Single-digit temperatures for most of the next couple of days, like Kelly was mentioning. Neighbors tell us that management has known about the issue since Friday. They have not gotten a clear answer on when the heat will be fixed just yet. Residents add, this isn't the first time it happened. Last October, they went without heat for almost three weeks. 
Our cameras did see space heaters being delivered to people in the complex yesterday, but residents say it is still too cold to really have much of effect. So lots of layers over there. We did reach out to Rock Island Leasing, the company that owns the complex. Still no response thus far. So if you know people over in the Royal Glen apartment complex, particularly the one building this is really impacting, check on them. If you need a warm place to stay, go to WLWT.com. We have warming shelters listed on there. But you just have to feel for people who don't have the means to stay warm during these types of temperatures. Our second story this morning in northern Kentucky. Police are looking for two men alleged to have attempted to rob two different women at gunpoint last night. This is really scary, and I live in northern Kentucky. Not going to lie, this is going to have me on even more alert. Um, so this happened on North Bend Road in Hebron. Just after 6 o'clock Sunday, police say a man pointed a gun at a victim, demanded her car keys before then running off. And then officers say just minutes later, the same two men tried to rob another woman again with that gun. This time they were able to get away with her vehicle. So the car that they got away with is a black 2017 Kia Sportage with Kentucky plates 509 WCM, letting you know about that um, because if you see it, it also has a back the blue sticker on the back of it. Um, that is the stolen car. Not to say that you are to approach these people, just to report that you have seen it. So photos of the suspects can be seen on WLWT.com. Police say they should be considered armed and dangerous. If you see them, you are encouraged to call 911. Please, 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 if you are, I mean, you know, I often have the kids with me. I've got 7,000 bags all the time. Please be cautious. Please use, you know, your best awareness of what's going on around you. Get off the phone. Um, maybe one less bag or, you know, I can't say one less kid. You got to gotta bring both gotta, of them with me. With you. Um, but, you know, just to have the, the mindset of, you know, there could be somebody that approaches you. So please be careful. And, of course, we plan to get some more details on that today. You know, the old-time hack, just alternate kids when you leave the house. <laughs> I can't wait for the day that my children are self-sufficient enough to do that. One day. I remember when I was old enough to be trusted to for my parents to run 15 minutes, and I watched my two brothers. That was that oh, was fun. That was fun you. for nine-year-old Fletcher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go get, uh, get back to the news. Uh, our third story this morning: for the 49th year, the impact and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is being honored and celebrated across Cincinnati and really across the country. Yeah, the Martin Luther King Coalition here in Cincinnati does a fantastic job every single year putting on this event that starts at the Freedom Center with a breakfast, then they do a speeches, then a march from the Freedom Center down to uh, Washington Park. I got to host all of it last year. Uh, played a little uh, pinch hitting for Curtis Fuller when he was going um, through some his medical stuff. But I got to see it firsthand. How many people come out? How many people walk through frigid temperatures? Every single year, it's, it's if it's not raining, it's snowing. If it's not snowing, it's icy. If it's not icy, it's just bitter cold temps. And this year, we get the bitter cold temps. But events like this across the city are being held. Headlined by the march, Megan Mitchell spoke with community leaders saying today is not just about celebrating a remarkable life, but reflection on his vision for the nation. The march will go up Rosa Parks Way onto Vine Street and then to Music Hall. That's where the rally will be had, followed by another service um, inside Music Hall, which will have singers awards given out. A really, a really nice program that they put on. Curtis Fuller is leading the way this year back at it. And of course, we'll have coverage on WLWT all throughout the day. Our fourth story this morning, moving to national politics. Happy Kornacki season to one and all. The 2024 presidential cycle. I know my, it feels... My khakis are ironed. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm right. ready. I know the it, crease? 
Mm, he yeah. doesn't do the he crease. He doesn't do the crease. He doesn't do the crease. Ah, I probably won't have a crease. Okay. No. It just feels like it's been oh, it's been three years for the presidential cycle, but today officially kicks off 2024 presidential race with the Iowa caucuses. I love how Iowa optimistic. caucus. I guess it's only one this year. One caucus. I love how you are optimistic about how it's felt like three years. It feels like we are just constantly in an election cycle. So the NBC poll released over the weekend. Former President Trump continues to have that commanding lead. 48% among likely Republican caucus goers in the state. Nikki Haley has surpassed Ron DeSantis with the former UN ambassador leading Florida governor 20% to 16%. Cincinnati's Vivek Ramaswamy holds just 8% support. So obviously these votes will be very interesting to see if everyone continues on after Iowa. And if the result tonight is equivalent to his polling number, Trump would have the largest margin of victory for a non-incumbent. So interesting look there as well. Yeah, and with the weather they've been having up there, we'll see what turnout Holy looks like. Holy cow. No. Yeah, that's really the big story. Not necessarily who will win or lose, but what that turnout would mean for an eventual victor. Because, you know, President Trump has a lot of support, but a lot of that support also tends to skew older. And will those potential voters go out in caucus form or be like, you know what, it's too cold, just going to stay in tonight? Yeah, and Iowa is a relatively small number to the total number of uh, delegates, I believe it is, to earn the nomination. So we'll see what happens in Iowa. New Hampshire's up next. I believe South Carolina, South Carolina after, that, after that. And then we just keep going from there. That's right. I, like we said, it might have felt like three year, three plus years. I'm just going to take a deep sigh That's and right. uh, prepare myself. That's right. Just <laughs> just 10 more months until, uh, until oh the election gosh. day. And then we look forward that, to that uh, hurt. And then we look you forward to 2028. Do you, you saying just 10 more months hurt? Okay. I'm ignoring both of you because uh, I we can't. Can tell. I we emotionally can tell. and mentally need to prepare. The, the cold is affecting all of us. We're going to get out of here in just a second. But finally, our fifth story this morning. A local swimmer is one step closer to making his Olympic dreams a reality. Carson Foster, a Cincinnati native who swam at the University of Texas, took home the 200-meter individual medley title at this weekend's Pro Swim Series in Knoxville, winning by mere milliseconds. That's what makes swimming so awesome, especially at those high level, highest yeah. level, is you are watching it. You're not quite sure who wins and and you see the thing on the screen is like, man, that was super close. Yeah, it comes uh, out of like who has a longer middle finger. To yeah, the pad. So, it's crazy. That photo of Michael Phelps from like 08. Yes, when he that's what I was literally exactly one by middle to. finger. Uh, Foster, already a member of the U.S. national team, did compete in the 2016 and 2020 Olympic trials, did not make the team. Speaking of those Olympic trials, they will be held in Indianapolis this June. Uh, that begins on June 15th. And of course, the 2024 Paris, Olympic, uh, Paris Olympics, only six or only seven months away, Stephen, if you uh, want to add that to your calendar it's Beginning, warm then so yeah i'll then. happily add that to the calendar uh, begins july 26 uh with the opening ceremonies of course that and all the olympic coverage can be seen on wlwt throughout the summer that's a lot of excitement with the olympics the americans uh always have a good turnout and a good haul in the medal count during the summer game so we will get to that then okay we are done with five on five and five we're gonna go start a fire in the middle of the newsroom to stay warm no we are not be safe if you need to heat your home don't be like steven I'll use my heated blanket and sit. That sounds like desk. a very thanks, mom. I'm going to do jumping jacks on my desk. Reasonable <laughs> and safe answer. We'll see you tomorrow.